Hey, and welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. I'm John Stein, and on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hierarchy of fat loss. What are the five main things that you need to be focusing on to get the most out of your fat loss goals? Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yo, welcome back, guys. Happy to have you guys back listening on the Simply Fitness Podcast. So today... I'm going to dive deep into um, a topic that I've covered extensively in an article on my website, but I wanted to touch base on the podcast, go a little bit deeper, um, have a conversation um, with you guys about the hierarchy of fat loss. So something that really helped me when I was trying to lose weight and a good way to kind of visualize it because I think a lot of us have trouble visualizing, okay, what do we need to prioritize? You know, what's at the, you know, at the bottom of the pyramid, what is going to help us the most and what, you know, as we advance up and master different things, okay, what can I add on to get those results and to get those results a little bit higher and to, you know, get more results. So I kind of came up with, you know, having, I've seen other fitness professionals, you know, do this for, you know, muscle gain, things like that, even fat loss as well. So I kind of came up with my own, used what I found has worked best for my clients and what's worked best for me. So let's think about a pyramid here. Let's get that shape right first. If you're not on the video, you want to miss me mess up that triangle there. Um, but let's think about what's going to be at the base and what's going to be on level up and up and up. So at the bottom of that pyramid, that's going to be the thing you need to focus on first. Though That's where you're going to see the most results. The bulk of your results are going to be a direct link to the bottom. And then as we progress up, the results are going to be less key on those. It's going to You're going to get more results with them, but instead of about 50% of your results, it might be 25, or it might be 10%, or it might be 5% of your total fat loss is going to be a direct result of adding that new skill in or adding that new um, piece of data into your into your program. And I think some of these might come as a surprise to you. Some of them might not. The order might be a surprise to you. But, and I think that might be a reason because of just the way a lot of people think about fat loss and and how they think they need to achieve it is just misguided from information you know from social media and other unrelated you know people giving you fitness advice where we have a lot of misconceptions out there about what you need to do in order to lose weight and you'll see some of the things at the top or what some people might prioritize first and the bottom might be the last thing they prioritize. And like I said, the, the top of the pyramid will get you results, but it's not going to give you a bulk of those results. Bulk of the results are going to come from the bottom. You got to start at that base, that foundation. So let's get tackle this pyramid. So let's start at the base. This is going to be number one is going to be calorie deficit. You need to be eating in a calorie deficit. That's fat loss, weight loss, 101 right there. 
you're not eating in a calorie deficit, you're not going to see results. It's simple as that. So what calorie deficit should you be in? A good calorie deficit is anywhere between 200 to 500 calories below your maintenance. You can figure that out using a whole host of different um, calorie, maintenance calorie um, equations, you know, based off physical activity level, weight, height, and so on and so forth. They'll get you in the ballpark. As well as with calorie deficit, the main focus here and the reason that it's the bottom is it's going to help you a focus on counting calories. It's also going to help you realize how much you are actually eating. Many of us do not know how many calories we're actually eating every day. There are so many people that come to me saying, John, I'm eating a calorie deficit, but I'm still not losing weight. I'm still not losing weight. I'm, you know, barely eating anything. I'm not losing weight. Um, first question is, are you tracking your calories? Yeah, I am. Okay. Let's take some pictures of your food. T track everything. Take a picture of literally everything you put in your mouth, everything you're eating. And then you, you look at it and they're under tracking. They're not tracking everything they're eating. So starting off with tracking and being in a calorie deficit, this is where you're going to see most of your results. Because once you can figure out how much food you're eating, how many calories are in the foods you eat, it's going to help you get a better idea and get your nutrition under control to get you to being in that calorie deficit and to progressing those results. So that's why it's the base of the pyramid. You can expect to get most of your results in directly relation to being in a calorie deficit. If you did nothing else on this pyramid, but being in a calorie deficit, you will lose weight. You add in the rest of the pyramid though, that's where you're gonna get all your results. So number two has to do with being in a calorie deficit. It's your next step. After you've kind of mastered tracking your calories, after you've you know kind of realized okay what where should my calorie goal be you're starting to see some results you're starting you know lose a little bit of weight okay now let's move on to the next thing focus number two is going to be that protein amount so how much protein you're eating each and every day so the reason there's a couple of reasons why protein should be your next reason next thing you should be focusing on one is that protein is going to help you maintain lean muscle mass. As you come to see in the next couple ones, that muscle mass is going to be very important to not, not only losing weight, but maintaining it long term. The more lean muscle mass you have, the higher your maintenance calorie is going to be, easier it's going to be to maintain that weight loss and that new weight. It's as much of a challenge to actually lose the weight as it is to maintain that weight loss. That's why this isn't a one-month journey. It's a forever journey if you want to maintain that weight off. Another reason you want to focus on protein is that it's going to help keep you full. So we're going to be in a calorie deficit. At some points, you're going to be hungry. At some points, you're eating less than what your body needs in order to maintain that weight. So if you're in a deficit, at some point, you're going to be hungry. That's okay. That's perfectly normal. 
So if we can master how much protein we're getting, it's going to help keep you fuller longer. Many of us are not getting an adequate amount of protein. It can, it's probably going to be the macronutrient that's going to be the lowest number for most people. So that's why I like my clients to really focus in on that protein amount. So you might be questioning why why not the other macronutrients? Why not carbs and fat? Why don't why don't you want to focus on those? Well, for the main reason that protein helps keep muscle, that's why I want you to focus on on the protein. But carbs and fat always tend to be the villain. You know, fats make you fat, carbs make you fat. That's what they all, everyone on, you know, social media, that's a fat thing to do. That's, you know, let's make carbs the enemy. Let's make fat the enemy. When it's, everyone's going to be a little bit different. Some people are going to want to eat more fat. Some people are going to want to eat more carbs and that's okay. But if you can focus in on protein, still stay under that calorie deficit, the carbs and fats will work itself out. Some people are going to enjoy a higher fat diet. Some people are going to enjoy a higher carb diet everyone's different but if you can lock down that calorie amount and the protein amount you're going to be golden when it comes to that fat loss nutrition so that's why you want to focus on protein versus carbs or fats you won't see carbs or fats even on this pyramid because it really doesn't need to be a focus unless it just doesn't really need to be a focus at all on your diet. There's no benefit, you know, to eating more carbs, less carbs, more fat, less fat, unless it makes you feel better and you enjoy that more. Some people need more carbs because it makes them feel better and it keeps them energized. Some people run better on a higher fat diet and a lower carb diet. That's okay. Everybody's different. You know, listen to your body and figure out what works best for you. So moving on up in the pyramid, number three, next level is going to be weight training. So now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the exercise portion of it. So the, me, the reason that weight training is number three is that it's going to help you build strength and muscle mass. Strength is going to help you, you know, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make, you know, all those daily activities a little bit easier, thus giving you maybe a little bit more energy, making things a little bit easier for you, especially when you're in a, in a deficit. It's going to be hard. You know, some days you might not have as much energy because you're eating a little bit less. So, you know, weight training, building up that strength, you know, building up that muscle mass is going to help make those tasks easier. And like we said about the protein, the more muscle mass you have, the easier it is to lose weight and keep that weight off. So we want to build as much, you know, as we can. You know, we are in a deficit, so you're not we're not going to make huge gains in muscle. So we want to at least maintain the muscle mass that we have. And weight training is going to do that versus other forms of exercise. As well as it also muscle is going to help build that body shape. So if you think about it, if we're losing all this fat, but we want to maintain the shape we're in, that's where muscles going to come into play. That's what when people say they want to tone up, that's what they're really staying though. They don't, don't realize that 
That's what they're saying. They want their muscle to show. They want the shape. Muscle builds that shape. Fat is, you know, flabby, soft, squishy. Muscle is hard. It's, it's forming. It keeps shape. Or it looks tone. So that's what they're really talking about. If we're weight training, we're going to be able to maintain that mass and thus keep that muscle mass and keep that shape. So that once we do lose that weight and we shed off that fat, you still have that shape and we can maintain it versus if we you know, weren't maintaining that muscle mass and then we might have to build it up, which is going to take a long time. So if we can maintain what we have, that's going to be great. Next up on the pyramid, step number four is going to be improving our sleep. So sleep quality is very important. It's probably the you know most discounted thing. It's a lot of a lot of times people don't even think about sleep when it comes to fat loss, muscle gain, any portion of their fitness whatsoever. But sleep is probably the most important part. This is where your body is going to recover. This is you know from your workouts, um, where your muscle is going to you know recover and rebuild. This is where your body is going to recharge overnight. Your brain is going to recover. This is where your body does most of, most of its healing is when you're sleeping. So if your sleep quality is crap, everything else is going to be crap. You know, it's going to make your workouts a little bit slower. It might, you know, the less, the lower your sleep quality is, the more likely you are to, you know, not continue on with your diet to, you know, maybe fall off track, binge eat, things like that. So we want to make sure we are improving our sleep quality as much as possible, as well as it's going to help decrease that stress. You know, we're in a calorie deficit. We're putting a stress on our body. We're working out. That's a stress. Everyday life is stressful. If we're not getting the appropriate amount of sleep every night, it's going to make us even more stressful than we already are, which we don't want. We don't want any more added stress. So during that sleep cycles, we are processing those stress hormones. We're recovering. So then the next day we can get after it again and again. So that's why we want to improve our sleep. So some easy ways. Um, I covered a whole article just on sleep in at MaximalU.com. So some easy ways that you can improve your sleep. First, is to make your environment more conducive to sleep. So you want it dark, you want it cool. Cool temperature is going to help you sleep and your body sleeps better when, when in a cold temperature versus a warm temperature, as well as you want, you want silence, but you don't necessarily want silence. You know, have some white noise in the background, help you get a little bit more into a deeper sleep, as well as you want darkness. Um, so block out any LED lights that you might have, like, you know, an alarm clock face away from you, um, any other, you know, kind of lights in your, in your place, turn your cell phone upside down, or turn it into like dark mode, get some blackout curtains, things like that. You'll be dramatically, you'll find how dramatic doing some of those things is going to make your sleep quality. It's, I've been doing it for like the last two or three years now, and it has drastically improved um, my everyday life, everything like that. For all those, for all you who you know have to drink that coffee every, you know, three cups of coffee to get you going in the morning. Let's let's try to you know improve that sleep quality. Maybe our sleep quality is not enough. 
Maybe we're getting those, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep, but the quality is not there. So improving our sleep quality will help you with that fat loss. It's going to help you, you know, decrease that stress and improve that recovery, allowing you to reach those fat loss results. So we are near the top of the pyramid. And I think this one might surprise a lot of you who have been listening to this podcast today, because I bet you some of you, and I was probably the same, I was definitely the same way when I first, you know, started trying to lose weight. I thought the top of this pyramid was the most important thing. And I thought this was the way to my fat loss goals. When in fact, it wasn't anywhere near the top. It wasn't even near the most important. So number five, the tippity top of the pyramid is cardio. So many of us start there. I see it all the time. I've worked in many gyms. So many times have I seen people, first thing they do, I'm joining the gym. And they end up on the treadmill the whole time. You know, 45 minutes a day, five days a week, three months later. They're in the same place they've been. It doesn't. The reason is you can't out-train a poor diet. There's a reason calorie deficit and protein are at the bottom and cardio is at the top. Even weight training. Why do you think that's number three and not number one? There's a reason for it. Nutrition plays a, a huge, huge role in fat loss. So, so what can we do for cardio? So we're at the top. Many people will go straight into, you know, a long, long form kind of steady state cardio. So they'll go on the treadmill, run for a half an hour, go on the bike, run for half an hour, uh, you know, bike for half an hour, elliptical, whatever it may be. That's not necessarily, you can go that route. I'm a big runner. I love to run. Um, not everyone enjoys that don't necessarily have to do it. There's different ways to get cardio in while also helping your fat loss results. So one reason I probably don't prescribe that, you know, long intervals of like steady state cardio is that A, it takes up a lot of time. Don't really get too much bang for your buck. And most people don't enjoy it. If you enjoy it, go ahead, add it in. Great. Keep it up. If you don't, there's a couple different things you can, you know, do to change that up. First would just be walking, adding in a walk three or four times a week, 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. If you can um, management, just walking outside would be even better. Get that sunlight, vitamin D enough of us. Most of us don't get enough sunlight to begin with. So add that in. That's an easy way. It's going to help you burn some more calories um, and it's going to help you. You can help you progress with that fat loss. Another way to kind of target this, if you know, adding in just walks isn't enough, tracking your steps, aiming for 10,000 steps per day. That activity is going to help add on to your calories every day. The more active you are, the more calories you're going to burn. So by walking more, you're going to increase your, you know, your daily calorie expenditure. It might not be dramatic. It might be 50 to 100 calories, but that's still 50 to 100 more calories than you were burning every day. That adds up over time. 100 days at 100 calories, 
That's 10,000 calories right there. That's three pounds of fat. So it all adds up. It's pretty dramatic when you think about it that way. So it all, every little bit adds up over time. Another way, if you want to do a little bit of cardio in there, you can always add sprints. Um, I don't, one thing with sprints or HIIT training, anything like that, don't add like three or four days of it on top of your weight training. Um, it's just going to add a lot of stress onto your body, which we just talked about. We don't, we don't want to add any more stress onto our body. Um, it's going to make us hold on to more fat. So adding in sprints, maybe once, one to two times a week, um, you know, five to 10 sprints, you know, on the rower, on the treadmill, you know, on the track, even hill, hill sprints, um, things like that will, will help you improve your cardio and help you, you know, progress those fat loss results. So again, let's look at, let's examine, um, this pyramid here. So we're going to start down at the bottom again. Number one, calorie deficit. Cannot stress this enough. If you follow me on social media, you'll know calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. Cannot stress this enough. This is number one thing that you need to focus on when in fat loss. If you want to lose fat, you've got to be in a calorie deficit. Number two. Protein amount. Focus in on how much protein you're getting each and every day. It's going to help you maintain that muscle mass. It's going to help keep you full. Thus helping you lose fat. Number three, weight training. If you have to do one form of exercise, weight training is going to be that way to go. Build muscle, build strength, help you burn off that fat. And help you build that body shape, the shape that you're looking for. Number four, improve that sleep. Let's make sure we're getting enough sleep as well as we're improving that sleep quality. Making sure our environment's conducive to sleep. Making sure we're limiting our caffeine and alcohol consumption before bed. Make sure we're, you know, winding down at the end of the day, not having too much screen time before bed and such. And number five. Everyone's favorite, cardio. Look to add, you know, some some walks. Increase your daily step count. Aim for, you know, about 2,000 or more above what you're doing right now. Um, or potentially add in some sprints one to two times a week. So that's the hierarchy of fat loss. You want... The reason that I came up with this to begin with is you want to start with what's going to give you the most bang for your buck. What one thing could you do to see the most results? Calorie deficit is going to be that thing. That's why it's number one. It's also probably out of the five, the hardest thing to do. And that's why it's number one. You want to focus in on that diet because once you have that diet, it might be hard to master. But once you have it mastered and once you, you know, you know the basics of it, it sticks with you for life. And you can always go back to it. It's something that you can always resort to. 
It's the hardest thing to do, and we do it every day. Yes, weight training, exercise, all important. But that can always change. We can always, you know, add that stuff in. But eating, we're eating every single day. Every single day. For the rest of our lives, we're going to be eating. We not be, might not be exercising every day, but we sure for hell are eating every day. So that's why if we can focus in on that nutrition first and add in that exercise on top of it and work both those in. That's where you're going to see, see those results. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Go ahead. I'll link the article if you would like to read some of this stuff that I've been talking about here for that fat loss hierarchy. Thanks for listening again. Make sure you give us a review. Um, If you ever have any questions about anything, fat loss, muscle gain, nutrition, fitness, mindset, whatever it may be, please reach out. My email is in the show notes. My Instagram is in the show notes. DM me. Send me an email. I would love to answer any of your questions. Maybe even get you on a podcast here asking me all these questions. We can get after it here. Hope you all have a great day. Let's keep on crushing those goals. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Fitness Podcast. Because you listened to this episode, I want to give you something away for free. In the show notes, I have a link to my free fat loss cookbook. This cookbook contains over 20 recipes that are specifically designed to help you lose weight. They are filled with protein, they are simple to make, and they take away that bland, boring diet food. So if you want to upgrade your diet today, go to the show notes, click on the link, and go get your free fat loss cookbook. And make sure you come back for more episodes of the Simply Fitness Podcast.